0: Amazon announced a major change in its pay structure on Monday morning. The company raised the cap for its base salary to $350,000. The maximum base salary has long been $160,000, so that's an increase of more than double. This is part of a larger package of stock and cash compensation that the company gives its corporate and tech employees. I'm GeekWire co-founder Todd Bishop, and as part of my reporting on this story, I spoke about the Amazon news, the future of work, and the major changes taking place in the world of employee pay with Gary Straker, Senior Compensation Consultant for Salary.com. Here are highlights from our conversation.
1: My name is Gary Straker, and I'm a senior compensation consultant here at salary.com. And my role is to really help uh, provide advisory services to our clients to help them hopefully build a market competitive, sustainable, internally equitable compensation programs.
0: To what extent do you end up focusing on the tech industry?
1: I, I work in lots of different industries, but uh, it's funny you should ask. I'm, I'm working in the tech industry right now for an organization, a tech company based up in Boston, and it's sort of been an interesting exercise working with them. Well, really working with all of our clients right now in the current labor market. So it's, it's tough out there, and it's particularly tough for, for tech organizations who are struggling to keep their best talent and find you know, new ones.
0: What is it about this moment in time that's especially tough for tech companies or even other companies in terms of retaining and attracting high-quality employees?
1: Oh, it's just – it feels like the perfect storm. You know, there's just so many things that have been going on and – including, you know, desire for employees to, you know, to have things like greater flexibility, to strike a work-life balance, look for career, you know, advancement opportunities. I think employee expectations have changed pretty dramatically, given what we've been through uh, in, in maybe in the last two years. And I also think that we've, we've got all these other economic issues and factors. And, you know, uh, we've we heard so much about the great resignation and the supply chain issues. And, and organizations are just struggling to um, to find and bring in the, the people and the talent they need in order to drive their business goals. And, and, it, and it does seem that employees are particularly emboldened nowadays to really push the envelope, look for new opportunities. Maybe the grass is greener on the other side. But certainly we know that employees who change jobs are seeing salary increases you know, significantly higher than those who stay in their current role.
0: Amazon announced this morning that it's planning to boost its maximum base pay for employees from what was $160,000 previously to $350,000. This is for corporate and tech employees, not for warehouse workers. But what did you make of this and to what extent are the trends that you just cited playing into what we're seeing from Amazon?
1: Yeah, it it was an interesting announcement and it comes on the heels of uh, an article that uh, appeared in the Wall Street Journal just uh, at the end of last year and talked about – the Amazon effect, right? And and in in that context, it was really talking about employees at the low end of the pay spectrum, you know, warehouse workers and uh, and and uh, probably non-exempt employees, where Amazon was, you know, uh, disrupting the labor market in certain locations by offering significantly higher hourly rates than other employers could provide. But now they've thrown down the gauntlet and seem to be turning their focus towards employees at the top end of the scale. And those employees who are really mission critical for a a tech organization, they seem to have pushed the maximum salary out much higher than it currently sits. And I suspect that uh, there's probably a lot of in Internal pressure to reward their top performers, and there was some indication in the announcement that uh, you know employees will, in order to get to the top end of the scale, they're going to focus on things like performance uh, as as you know a a key component to salary growth. So, it doesn't appear to me that they're just raising the top end with the intent of of moving people there. I suspect that they're probably going to use that higher wage scale to retain some of their top performers who have a history of a high performance and hopefully a a performance that has been documented in order to, to keep that key talent pool from looking elsewhere.
0: Historically, When people have looked at Amazon as an employer, the base pay has been lower than if they were to consider similar jobs at the likes of Microsoft or Apple or Google or Facebook. And Amazon made up for that in restricted stock units and also their two year bonus, which vested over time after you initially signed. Mm -hmm. How common was that prior approach? Lower base, potential upside with the bonus and the stock units before. I mean, has that been a common approach in business and tech generally in terms of compensation?
1: Well, I I think in terms of tech compensation, that equity-based component has always been a feature. And, um, you know, different organizations in terms of, you know, different sizes and their maturity and the evolution of the business has has probably changed how that equity component is utilized over time. And certainly we've seen, especially, you know, recently in the last six, seven months, um, use of signing bonuses. Uh, to to attract people to to organizations, and I think what we saw at the end of last year, and our data supports this, is that you know signing bonuses did have an impact, but employers were starting to increase base salaries for new hires in order to compete in the market, and certainly you know the the data, there's pl- been plenty of reports that indicate salaries for new hires people who change those jobs as i said earlier have moved at a more rapid pace than people who stay so i think employees nowadays are are sort of keeping an eye out for you know opportunities that exist in 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 the current market and maybe in a way that they haven't done in the past and uh, they probably feel as though that uh, if they are going to maximize their earnings potential over the course of their career there's probably never been a better time than there is today to uh, at least keep those options open
0: How much does remote work play into that? In other words, I can essentially work anywhere I want if that company allows me to work not in their office.
1: Yeah, and we know that employees nowadays, they want more flexibility. They're looking for those opportunities where maybe their work schedules or their work location – Meets the needs uh, of themselves and their families, and so I think that is an important consideration. Listen, there's some uh, employers out there who will use flexible work arrangements as a competitive advantage, and I think every organization has to find the right balance in terms of their overall compensation mix, but also, you know, their culture, their work environment, and certainly there's a lot of focus on trying to create a a, a culture and an environment that resonates, hopefully with a much more diverse uh, employee population so that you can compete for, for all kinds of employees in order to help you know meet your business goals. So I, I think organizations are, are looking at very creative ways, different ways, maybe are some of the past practices which maybe have served them well in the past are being revisited and because we're in a different world now and organizations have to adapt. We'll be right back with more. I
0: wanted a career in IT, but I didn't know where to start. WGU makes it simple. Their accredited online degree programs cover all kinds of IT specialties, and they have valuable industry certifications built in at no extra cost. The payoff? Having those certs back up my degree makes me look even better to future employers. A nonprofit university that includes top industry certs in their programs? I choose WGU. Learn more at wgu.edu backslash IT certs included. When a company like Amazon makes an announcement like this, to what extent do other employers pay attention? And could this have implications for employees beyond Amazon as a result?
1: Yeah, you know, I listen, you can't help but pay attention to it. And, uh, and I was, you know... Uh, been talking to a, a client who's uh, been dealing with this issue at the bottom end of the pay scale uh, in a market where Amazon has built two brand new warehouses that are in the, are poaching all of their non-exempt staff. I think, you know, organizations will have to be certainly aware of what's going on at, at Amazon and and look. To try to find ways to differentiate themselves from Amazon in terms of their overall value proposition and what they have to offer as an alternative, but you know, money is important, but it's not everything. You know, to certainly to everyone, and uh, and I think employers are definitely trying to find ways to create an environment that's attractive, hopefully, to job candidates so that they can compete.
0: There was another subtle nuance behind the scenes in this announcement. And in our story, I didn't even play it up very much, but I'm curious about your reaction to it. It's the notion that Amazon is changing the timing of the compensation change for employees when they're promoted. Managers will review compensation when employees are promoted and issue additional stock awards as warranted. Previously, that didn't come until the annual cycle. Base pay was adjusted, but not the stock awards. How much does promotion compensation matter here? And what's the dynamic that happens behind the scenes at companies on that metric?
1: I think it matters a lot because employees are, are not just looking at their current compensation, but they're looking for, for growth uh, on long-term career development opportunities within an organization and also having some understanding of what their earnings potential or growth might be if they stay. And if they do, you know, what's needed in order to move up to that next level. And so I think it is important to be able to communicate to any job candidates that there is a future uh, potential for growth, uh, not just only in your earnings, but your career development and advancement within the organization. I think that's very attractive to employees and something that, you know, many are looking for.
0: Based on all of this, what would be your advice to the average employer? And I recognize there's no such thing, right? (laughs) Right. But what would be your advice to the average employer looking at this Amazon news and thinking, boy, I really want to retain and, and attract the top talent myself?
1: My advice is not to take a knee-jerk reaction to this and and, and wait and see how it all plays out. You know, the labor market could change pretty rapidly in, you know, in the next six months. We just don't have a crystal ball to know, what, what, uh, you know what's down, down the road for us. But I think the key for a lot of organizations is making sure that their compensation programs are sustainable. You know, there was an interesting article in in the Wall Street Journal, I think it was about two weeks ago, about one of the big investment banks who had increased compensation significantly over the last 12 months. Well, guess what? Their profit dropped. Significantly, at the same time, so you know there's probably a correlation there, and I think that that's something that Amazon's going to have to think about. Uh, And if uh, those large corporations are thinking about it, certainly those you know mid to small size tech employees they've got uh, they've got to find a way to develop sustainable programs and find a right balance between competing in the market today, but also making sure that you're around to compete. Uh, In the future as well. That's
0: fascinating. We were just talking about Amazon's earnings on our most recent podcast episode. And what's sustainable for Amazon may not be sustainable for other companies. You look at the cash machine of Amazon Web Services and the ability to just sort of go to their ATM in some ways and fund something like this.
1: It is incredible, isn't it? I mean, you would have thought an organization with the deepest pockets, but they're still answerable to shareholders. So uh, at some point, something has to give we will be right back with more.
0: This GeekWire podcast is sponsored in part by Yale University Press. Are you concerned about the rise of AI and how it will impact our society? Every day, artificial intelligence presents us with urgent ethical challenges. How do we harness this extraordinary technology to empower rather than oppress? Nigel Shadbolt and Roger Hampson have written a how-to for building ethical machine intelligence. Their new book, As If Human, Ethics and Artificial Intelligence is now available wherever books are sold. what about employees out there looking at this who may may or may not work at Amazon who may not work at Amazon should they go to the boss and and print out this story and say hey hey look at this
1: <laughs> yeah well, well you know good good luck to the to you for doing that I mean listen employees do feel emboldened and they' they're always looking for ways to create an argument or case for you know increased compensation and uh, but I think you know employees have to be realistic about this and understand that you know not every organization has the deep pockets of Amazon And not everybody wants to work in an organization as big as Amazon, and everyone has to sort of think through uh, themselves, what's important to them? What are their values? Um, what sort of lifestyle do they want to maintain? And whether or not their their current compensation is fair and also equitable, because I think that that's what most employees are looking for. They're looking for compensation that is fair uh, and and internally equitable. Hopefully, it is aligned to the uh, the competitive market in some way. But if it's not, then they have to get comfortable with with that trade-off uh, and understanding that, you know what, maybe there's other things about this particular organization or this role within the organization that has me want to stay here despite the fact that it's not going to be paid at the top end of the scale and maybe not as high as the Amazons of the world.
0: Obviously, diversity, equity, and inclusion relates directly to compensation in terms of pay equity. Is there a risk when a company like Amazon starts giving out big salary increases to reduce equity inside an organization.
1: Yeah, when some segment of the population starts getting significant bumps in salary, which may be based on performance, it's really important that the the messaging around that and the communications around that is consistent and that the reason for the big bump is, is well-documented and understood. I mean, every organization has star performers, right? And so when those star performers... Um, get increases in salary at a higher rate than maybe other employees in the organization. Most employees will, will accept that as that's the way things are are typically done and, and that it's fair and certainly permissible, right, to pay high performance more. But I think if you are in an environment where big bumps in salary are given to uh, a segment of the population without any real clear understanding of how and why that happened – that will raise eyebrows and that will cause some concerns around internal equity. And in some cases, you know, potential pay equity exposures and a liability because it's not just the reality of the facts of what people are paid and, and the factors that um, explain the differences in pay. It's perceptions uh, and perceptions are important. And even if employees um, perceive that there's unfairness in pay, inequalities in pay that cannot be explained by permissible reasons, that's a risk. And that's an exposure that I think all employers should be thinking about.
0: Gary, anything else that you'd want to get across on this?
1: I think employers have to be vigilant uh, and they have to, I think, be disciplined and um, I think extremely thoughtful about how they're dealing with their total rewards, their benefits and the compensation these days. And I always encourage organizations, again, you know, not to shoot from the hip on this and because that could get you in trouble, you know, some point down the road that you've got to find a way of uh, developing a total rewards program that, you know, meets the needs of your current employees, allows you to compete. But most importantly, it, it has to be sustainable in the long run. And I think for a lot of organizations, that question of sustainability, you know, has got to be hanging over their heads as they, you know, think about how they're going to respond to the current labor market.
0: Gary Straker from Salary.com. Thank you
1: very much. Thanks so much. Nice talking to you. Thanks for listening. You can see the
0: show notes for links to related coverage. I'm Todd Bishop, and we will be back soon with another episode of the GeekWire podcast.